That's right, you geeks. Welcome into the Echo Screen, the official podcast of the Clan of the Gray Wolf, and a special edition uh, of said podcast. So welcome to you. As always, I am your host, the mm-hmm. Commodore, and uh, with me on this very special occasion, although we're doing this on exactly the same night, at exactly the same time we always With do. exactly the same people. With exactly the same people. Yeah. Virtually nothing special except events going on outside of the podcast, but uh, yeah. anyway... Uh, with me, as always, is Rue. I was going to say from a distance, but I'm not going to start the Bed Midler podcast again. Don't we even don't start. have time for that tonight. We don't. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah. My, so. I re- here's my thought. I want to set up the, the podcast this way mm-hmm. um, in the in the spirit of moving quickly. Uh, yes. I, I was actually going to cancel tonight's podcast because I am. Because uh, he hates you. I hate you all. No, I have a lot of stuff that I need to get finished. I'm actually flying out uh, on Friday to go to Camp Fan Gamer in Tucson, Arizona, yes. uh, which is otherwise known as the Earthbound Convention, so that should be interesting. And then the following weekend after that, I'm going to be in Toronto for uh, Con Bravo. Um, Toronto? Sorry, Hamilton, Ontario. Hey. So, um, hey, if you guys are going to be in those areas, come on, come on by. It should be fun. Um, doing some panels on both, but the point is, is that I'm going to be gone for a while. I need to prepare stuff, so I was going to cancel. Yes. But really wanted to talk about um, the passing of Satoru Iwata, the CEO, president of Nintendo, uh, suddenly uh, a few days ago. Shockingly <clears throat> sudden. Yeah. Yes. So and so because of that, uh, we're going to have an abbreviated Echo Screen Live tonight, roughly an hour, half hour long. And I'm looking at you, Commodore. Half an hour. What? Yep. You heard me. He's um, a good man. And we're gonna skip, we're gonna skip uh, both news and notes and questions today. Yeah. So those of you that have already asked me questions because you're really on top of your stuff today, yeah. Uh, just save them. Well, we're gonna answer them. Don't worry. Just save them for next time. Um. Yeah. So, uh, here, this is this is it was so shocking to me. I, I don't know if this was shocking mm. to you as as well, but I I hadn't even known that uh, apparently he had had some health issues over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I knew we were so close to E3 and, and kind of all the buzz around uh, all the things going on. And, of course, his comments recently about the NX. And, and then all of a sudden to read that, it was, it was one of the most sobering headlines that I can remember reading in a long time. I mean, what was your reaction to this whole thing? I mean, I had known that he had had some health issues uh, related to cancer. He died of a, a bile duct growth. Um, mm-hmm. He he uh, <clears throat> wasn't able to attend either last year or this year's E3, mm-hmm. but he mm-hmm. he had uh, surgery last year and and supposedly things were going fine. So mm. we hadn't heard anything about it since then. Uh, and uh, I mean, even even after this year's E3, one of the last things he he mentioned was a. Uh, or one of the last things he said publicly was like a tweet where he said literally like, thank you for the feedback. We hear you and we are committed to continuing to meet your expectations, which is such an Awada thing to say it um, is. after the uh, somewhat overwrought uh, reactions some fans had to Nintendo's E3 press conference this year. Um, so, and that was what, uh, just a few weeks ago. And then all yep. of a sudden, Oh no, he's gone. So, uh, one yeah. before we move to his legacy and some other interesting things I want to talk about concerning it, uh, I want to I want to kind of lay the groundwork because not everyone, even if you are a video game fan, you might not know much about Satoru Iwata. So a little bit of background on him. First off, he's uh, been the president of Nintendo 
uh, worldwide or Nintendo, yeah, just Nintendo, since 2002, I believe. He took over for uh, Hiroshi Yamauchi, who was the previous president, uh, and his Yamauchi's family actually owned the Nintendo company since its inception in 1889 as a card. Isn't as that a, crazy? Yeah, so so Awada was the fourth president in the company's history, and yeah. that history is spans over 120 years, so that's pretty ridiculous. And the first non... The first non-Yamauchi. Yamauchi, to, exactly. To do so. So that's pretty special in of itself. Not even um, part of the family. Yeah, so so Yamauchi was in charge of Nintendo. Wasn't even part of Nintendo for a lot of most of his career. Actually. That that's an excellent point. I mean, Yamauchi was was he he was president of Nintendo and guided it from a play, basically a playing card company into video game juggernaut. He like I said, mm-hmm. he he stepped aside in two thousand two for for health reasons. Um, and meanwhile, Iwata uh, went to school. He learned how to program himself. He got a pro- he got a programmable calculator, one of the first ones that ever existed in high school, because he was interested in it, and and learned how to program from that. Went to college in that. Then went on to work at HAL Laboratory, which you might recognize. Uh, he had hands in the development of games like uh, Balloon Fight, mm-hmm. uh, the Kirby awesome game, the Kirby series. Um, Some games. Earthbound, the Mother Never series, I should say, <laughs> and Super Smash Brothers. And that one I've heard of. He got a he he worked for Hal up until roughly 2000 when he was asked to join Nintendo specifically. I mean, Hal Laboratory worked very closely with Nintendo before sure. uh, for years, but since the NES days. But this was you know specifically asked him to go over, and he got a reputation for he was kind of a programming prodigy he, he got a reputation for fixing games that needed help you know he mm-hmm. would come in and he would fix the problems that the developers were actually having and and he would join the team and he would fix it even up until i, I mean like he sit literally it, it is not out of you know it is, it is not um what am i trying to say it is he literally saved the development of several very prominent games uh probably most uh famously at this point uh uh, Mother Two, which is Earthbound. You know, there was uh, the uh, Mother series has has uh, classically or, or or famously had problems in development with almost all of its games, uh, mostly because well, tons of reasons. But regardless, it, uh, Wada came in and he basically scrapped the code that was being worked on from the beginning and and just started over and was able to help fix it and re- get it released. And it's now the biggest cult classic game there is out there. Uh, one I didn't even know about, uh, mm. but is uh, is the Pokemon Gold and Silver, which was released in I want to say ninety nine. My favorite, my favorite entry in the series, mm-hmm. um, and the reason for that is because after you beat the original game, you can then go back to the land from the or sorry after you beat the regular game I should say you can go and visit the land from the original blue and red Pokemon games. And you can explore that in like a, a, a three years later type time span and and huh. see all the sorts of like, see how things have changed, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> that would not have been possible without Awada. He was he was brought in because they couldn't fit all of the information they needed to, the dev team, on a two megabyte cartridge cartridge. That was a Game Boy Color cartridge. And they, they, hmm. they had they couldn't fit it all in. He not only was able to um, kind of streamline the code enough to fit in that data, but there was enough extra space to add in that extra region from the first game. 
Isn't that crazy? So he caused that. And even to the point where in 2001, this is right before he became president of the com- company. Yep. He personally worked on Super Smash Brothers Melee to get that fixed up and ready to go within the GameCube's launch window. Mm. It's ridiculous. And so It is ridiculous. And then obviously he took over in 2002 and he he helped spearhead and and bring Nintendo back from the brink. You know, Yamauchi definitely made it the the juggernaut and yes. then it was waiting during the end of the century with the Nintendo DS and the Nintendo Wii, he struck gold, printing money, all that good stuff. Uh yep. and then and and uh, he got a reputation for really paying attention to gamers. He he. Yes. Um, uh, I am ashamed I don't have this ready. Uh, but the most famous quote that Iwata has had that's been going around since he left or since he uh, died um, um, is from a talk he gave at uh, GDC, the Game mm-hmm. Developers Conference, I think two thousand five. Um, where he said, "Sorry, hold on one second." He uh, didn't say that. <laughs> he said, "Well, he, he was famous for saying, please understand.' But he says, on my business card, I'm a corporate president. In my mind, I am a, oh, yeah. I'm a game developer, but in my heart, I am a gamer. Um, yes. And you know, that's a, a great mentality. When the Nintendo 3DS got to a very rocky start, he said, we got to fix this. We got to make it right. We he they cut the price. They slashed it." And for early adopters, they gave away uh, free games to download, some of which are still exclusive to those people who are early adopters. With the Wii U, uh, you know, that also has been very rocky. And he, he, you know, for a while was against mobile gaming and things like that. He's, he turned that around. He turned around on that and he said, well, this is what we got to do. I mean, that, that could be. Yeah. A, a, a huge bright spot in his legacy if that if that pans out, and I have every reason to believe it will. Yeah, definitely with the new Nintendo NX, <clears throat> which could be coming in the next year or so, even as soon as as early as next year, we'll see. That is definitely everything that was put in in uh, motion on that was from Iwata. So hopefully, you know, we'll we'll see one last fruit bore from that. Um, yeah, and so. You know, he was only 55 years old when he left, uh, or sorry, when he died. So, uh, very sad. And yeah, I'm sorry, I've been rambling a lot, but it's just he he had a very big, an outsized impact on the gaming world, and especially Nintendo, um, that a lot of people, I think, before his death didn't really know. Um, and I think... You know, you wanted to focus a little bit, not necessarily the accomplishments, but one of the things that people remember Iwata for was his leadership style and how kind of unorthodox in many ways it was. Um, and and I'll, we'll get to that in a second because I know that's 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 really one of the main key reasons you wanted to talk about it. But I'll talk about uh, a little bit of the philosophy that. Uh, distinguished Iwata in terms of as an innovator himself. So um, for me, there's nothing, there's no greater example than the departure uh, by Nintendo from kind of the, the, you know, traditional console refresh cycle after the GameCube. Because Nintendo decided that they, graphics were kind of one thing for a game, but they weren't everything 
mm-hmm. and they really needed to try to figure out ways that they could invite more people to enjoy the experience of gaming without the stigma and without trying to just fill a box with with brand new hardware that was just really new and shiny, right? So I think Awada's chief contribution to Nintendo was this this concept of how gaming could be accepted by everyone and how Nintendo then would innovate with, of course, what became the Nintendo Wii, right? Mm -hmm. Which not only brought in a whole new audience of gamers. Oh, a huge success. Monumental success. Outsold uh, PS3. God, I'm getting my generations confused now. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) PS3 and Xbox 360. Uh, in droves, in abs- in droves. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I, I don't. I know for a while it was outselling them by double by com- combining. Oh yeah, um, and, and the Nintendo DS was even outsold that. So and the Nintendo DS outsold that. But but my the, the DS to me is a logical extension in many ways. Yeah, to be of fair, where the, the Game Boy comes. Yeah, from, to, right? to to be to be fair, the idea of the DS was already set in motion by the time Iwata took on the the job of president, but right. it, it's still he he guided it to success. So, the Game Boy Touch. Yeah, but I think yeah. the the reason the Wii is so awesome <clears throat> and the reason for me the Wii is 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 such a signature of Iwata is because he decided not to just play the game of his competitors anymore and play a different game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they became hugely successful in that way, not competing um, you know, as, as a you know, latest and greatest from AAA developers, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff that you think of. That we, at that moment, all of us were, were thinking of in terms of what made good video game consoles. They turned it, turned it on its ear gave it um uh you know backwards compatibility gave it all these things that gamers look for in a platform but it it also was not only successful it brought a lot of people into the living room and in many ways you can look to Iwata for <coughs> the creation of a lot of the casual kind of games and the reason that a lot of people that never bought a video game console in their lives either own one today yeah or um, owned one at one point. It's it's all because of Iwata and the the Wii. Right, and, and you know that that is some that is a very good point actually. That's uh, something you can say in this world of uh, we we talk fairly frequently about the uh, potential bubble and unsustainability of these AAA titles on big systems or on like the Xbox or the or the PS4 that. You know, you, you, you in this era where you have game comp or game uh, development houses that finish their big AAA game and then immediately go out of business because that's it. That's all they had. They spent their their wad on that and then they had nothing left to even stay in business. You know, in that kind of unsustainable market that we live in, um, where biggest, bright, brightest, flashiest is is unfortunately what a lot of people gravitate toward. You're right. Yeah. From the point Iwata you know, took over uh, up through today, <clears throat> not always successfully, but no. still, uh, you have to admit Nintendo is the innovative force in video games, or at least, well, in con- at least in console video games. At least in console video games, and I think, but it's not even necessarily the innovation. It's it's the, it's the novelty of the concept. They right? try I mean, they try something different. Um, yes, whether but it's, they also rely on their strengths while doing that. And I think oh, that's well, yeah. 
that's huge. I mean, it's 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 not. I mean, Wii Sports is a lot of fun, right? It's a yeah. it's a fun concept. It's a it's a it's it's fun to play. Blah blah blah. But you know, Mario Party on the Wii is really cool. I mean, you know, or I'm, I'm just going on the, the seeing all these characters, right? Mm -hmm. The characters that you know you love, seeing these new experiences, seeing these new concepts get launched. Um, they did a great job of protecting what they did well while testing certain things. Um, but they, but in all cases, they weren't trying. And, and I, I mean, you know as well as I do. I mean, we, we were we were kind of almost we were like, you know, this was prime time for us in video game, you know, video game world. We argued about this concept because you know I thought Nintendo was just giving up. Because they didn't want to be a competitor in kind of the hardcore market anymore, right? Well, and they don't. And to a degree. And they, to a degree. But they, they didn't they don't starting wanna, with the Wii. They don't want to be a follower. They don't want to be a follower. And I think the, the, the Wii was the departure of saying, we're going to do our own thing. Yeah. We're going to – you can have all that other, those other things. You can play Call of Duty. You can do this and this and this. But if you come to Nintendo for unique experiences – with unique characters that are, you know, engaging, fun, you know, uh, it, well, I mean, video games are nothing if not fun. Sure. And I think Nintendo makes a lot of very fun video games. And and there are so many quotes from Iwata saying basically what you just said. Video games should be fun. It's something. It, that's it. That's right. that, that's all. That's I mean, you can argue whether or not they're art or they're important or whether right. they should have, you know, talk about social issues and have impact, etc. But at the end of the game, the purpose of video games overall should be to be fun, you know, and so, it seems like so many in the industry lose sight of that. Um, yes, it was and really does, refreshing does to have someone who, who does Nintendo. That. Yeah, I agree. And, I think, <clears throat> and, and under his leadership, I think he asked the question. Uh, that many people are grappling with in video games now, which is, do we need the kind of, of realism that people have been clamoring for decades now? Um, and his answer was definitely no. Um, it, it's more important to create a fun experience that kind of thrives in its own ecosystem. Yes. And Nintendo has does that better than anybody else. And I, I think... You know that to a certain extent has changed video games again because it brings it shows that that concepts in their simplicity now i know miyamoto has everything to do with how good mario <clears> games <throat> of late has been okay and i yeah and, and and actually that's something i did want to touch on is that hopefully that well i do believe that spirit will live on we'll see how successful yes. because for Agreed. the time being the job of of ceo president whatever you want to call it is being kind of dual headed by both Shigeru Miyamoto, who created Mario, Zelda, etc., and uh, uh, Genyo Takeda, who actually uh, wound up, he was the developer of games like, or a developer of games like uh, Star Tropics. So, you know, not very, not terribly active as of late, but still, you know, he's more of a hardware guy, I believe. Um, yeah. So, and they, they both seem to have that same type of mentality that Iwata had. So, yeah. I don't think it's going away anytime soon at Nintendo, luckily. Yeah. But but again, it, it changed video games in, in a way that <laughs> that's very positive because for, for you know, especially for fogies like you and me, mm -hmm. you know, I don't need all the complicated crap, right? It's 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 good 
polished delivery of simple concepts that 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 drive the most fun for me as a gamer now. And this is the reason why the Wii U was kind of at the top of my list before anything else was, because it just seems to me to be a family kind of machine, mm-hmm. a machine that you can pop in a game, have a great time with, and then just pop right back out. This isn't Grand Theft Auto V. It's not trying to be Skyrim. It's just really fun, mm-hmm. really engaging simple concepts and, and, and i think that's fantastic yeah jsc basically what you're saying and what jsc and carrara in the chat are both saying it, it, i've said it before too is that uh if i have people come over uh and, and we and you know video games come up as something to do what yeah. do we play more than anything else is the wii u absolutely why because of the couch co-op because of that interaction you can pop in nintendo land or or um uh, Mario Kart or whatever, you know, and that's yeah, just whatever fun. The only thing that comes close is like, uh, <laughs> like Dance Central on the Connect or something like that, which yeah, is also yeah. ridiculous, silly fun. But my yes. point, my point is, is that what's my point? Um, you were <sighs> you were more kind of just. I got distracted. That's okay. Oh, you were gone. you were you were you were expanding. Yeah, and, basically uh, just expanding. Yeah. Basically that. So yeah. I mean, it, it's a it's a. The, the Wii U again. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Yeah, and then, then the, the Wii U, but but, the, but Nintendo comes up with this concept that the simple the simple concepts and the most easy to deliver ones are the best, and they're the most kind of authentic gaming experiences, like the hot seat, not the hot seat, but the the multi seat single screen yeah. experience in someone's living room. And, and the Wii U obviously is not going to wind up being a success. Um, for for yep. you could argue, that's a completely different podcast to talk about the reasons behind that. But oh the, yeah, the important thing is that you know Nintendo tried and they're still going to try. Apparently, with the NX, they're not going to say, "Oh well, I guess we just got to copy Sony and Microsoft now," um, right. which is important. You know, you 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 can stumble and you can fall. You can have great success, but they're they're still trying to be innovative. Or, or I say innovative. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Let's at least say different. Yeah. They, they think different. <laughs> oh geez, and here we go. So that that is a great segue for you to be able to speak. Yeah, to one of the original points you had when 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 remembering Iwata. Yeah, and the main thing I wanted to think about, or the the main the main reason I wanted to talk about this tonight was because I was thinking back a few years ago when Steve Jobs died, yes. and uh, there was you know everyone. Everyone knows who Steve Jobs is, and so there are all sorts of memorials and stuff online saying like, mm. "Ah, well, you know, we lost a great visionary, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, great leader, et cetera. Blah 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 blah." And therefore, right. we they're followed for months, and still today, books and article online articles, et cetera, about how what a great leader he was, how to lead the Steve Jobs way, and uh, you know, if you actually look at Steve Jobs's life, uh, it sounds like to lead the Steve Jobs way. Requires a lot of uh, kind of being an asshole, um, yep. uh, you know, belittling your 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 peers and the people who work for you, uh, taking credit for projects you might have nothing to do with, uh, mm. and being a salesman. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I, I am uh, oversimplifying, but the point is is okay. that the point is is that the to be a CEO the Steve Jobs way and to be a CEO the Satura Awada way is polar opposites. You know, uh, one was known for being very prickly, to put it mildly. And the other <laughs> one was known for being very, you know, warm and getting his, you know, he was a gamer. Uh, he was, as you were saying before, when we were talking about this before the podcast, he was the Waz. 
You know, yeah. if Waz had got in theory, if if Waz had, uh, Steve Wozniak had gone on to lead Apple, uh, that's what like that's what would be that's what you could say Satoru Iwata's tenure at Nintendo at the top was like because he was a programmer, he was in the nuts and bolts, he was a gamer, he actually cared about the stuff. Um, yeah. Ironically, uh, the previous CEO Yamauchi Hiroshi Yamauchi is m- almost more like a Steve Jobs type figure. He. Yamauchi hated video games. He thought it was stupid. Yeah. He never played them, you know. <laughs> and he led one of the biggest video game companies on the planet. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm not saying that one type of CEO is going to be successful and the other's not. Obviously, that's not the case. But yeah. I think this does prove that you don't have to be a Steve Jobs like jerk off to be success- a successful CEO, at least. Or, or does it really just prove that that there is a cult of Apple? Well, and, what? No. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the, to me, that probably is. A, I mean, if, if there were to be a cult among video game folks, I, I think Nintendo would probably lead the, the race. And yet, you know, Wada doesn't have the same kind of idolatry, uh, you know, and everything else uh, associated with, you know, if you don't like him or if you think he's, you know, this or that. I mean, it, it, there's no. I, who, who hates Nintendo? Oh, people do, I'm sure. No, but nobody hates it. You might, you might, you know, you might be like, God, those guys are stupid when they did this, or oh Man, sure, I, I wish they hadn't done that, or but nobody hates Nintendo, right? You could you could fill the Empire State Building with the people that hate Microsoft. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it, it. So I think, I think that people like Iwata, right? I mean, uh, it it just it just goes to show, I think, to a certain extent that that, that somebody like him can be kind of warm and uh, uh entertaining and driven toward the task at hand um and lead a very successful company to greater success um and it's it's obviously unfortunate that that he's gone sure. and and I think he will be missed hopefully his legacy will live on as you suggest um but I think to a certain extent, you know, he took over Nintendo at a very, very crucial stage in the in gaming history that might only be eclipsed by like 1985. <laughs> yeah. Um, and 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 by and large, although there clearly have been missteps, by and large, navigated some very difficult waters. Uh, very rocky waters with Nintendo, and you know I think they're 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 they have a chance at, at being much stronger moving forward because of his leadership. Yeah, and I I was I was actually also thinking about this is that I'll put the question out to the chat because we couldn't come up with a better one. But is this? With the possible exception of Ralph Baer, who died recently at the advanced age of like ninety five or something like that, uh, but he right. who for who not for, a young man, no, no, no. But he first created. He recently died too. It was a couple, maybe a year or two ago. But he first created Ralph Baer first created the Odyssey, which was the first home video game console, basically the grandfather of home video games. Mm. Is there anyone else who you could consider a luminary of uh, video gaming that has died? Um, because, because this seems kind of unique so far. Video gaming is still a young hobby, if you want to call it a hobby. So it's a young, it's a young, uh, industry. It's a young 
medium. Um, and some of the people who were so crucial in its advancement early on are still with us. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, obviously, who I think is in his 60s, um, will write uh, Hide Hideo Kojima, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Sid Meier. Um, I mean, you could go on and on and on and on, but the, the number of people. John Carmack. Oh, of course, of course. You no, know, I mean, like the, the people that, like the technologists, <clears throat> like uh, like you were talking about with the water. Yeah. I mean, that's what I thought of is, is a guy like Carmack. I mean, possibly Gun Gabe Newell, right? I mean, oh, of course. I mean, but possibly also Gunpei Yokoi, who also was instrumental yes. in the the innovation of Nintendo early that's on. That's the only thing who created I could even the Game come Boy. close with. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he died, I mean, he, we've talked before about how he, he died, uh, sadly and tragically, through, in a car accident in 1997. But the thing is, 97, especially in America, I don't think Americans, or the West even, knew that much, you know, the internet was young. No, no one really knew very much about Japanese game developers. I mean, Japanese game developers were only starting to get their you know, credits put in video games by that point to, to know right. who developed the Game Boy and all this other stuff. It just wasn't well known. Um, this is a, this is more, you know, this is the immediate reaction is larger than I expected it to be. I'm, I'm very glad that Iwata is getting the, the recognition he deserves uh, in death. I, I, it makes me sad because that the usually takes death for things like this to happen. I, I, w I wish we could, I don't know, it, it's pie in the sky, I guess. I wish we could, I, I wish that he would have been able to see this effect that he had on so many people and the people who recognize how important Iwata was to video gaming as a hobby or as a medium before he died because he might not have realized that people appreciated yes. everything he did. A lot of people probably didn't realize themselves how much they appreciated it. So, I don't know. We just have to make sure we appreciate and you know outwardly appreciate these luminaries these people who created everything about video games today who are mm -hmm. we luck we are so lucky to have still with us i mean when miyamoto yes. uh you know goes yes. at some point that that's like the one of the few ones i can think of that would have an even larger worldwide impact um off the top of my head i mean they're oh yeah that that's perhaps the, the biggest i can think of yes. so so uh i've got one <clears throat> yeah this this, this this seems this is obvious i don't know why i didn't think of it before uh dale de sharon okay he's, he's he's of course the man that uh created Oh, Link, the Faces of Evil, and Zelda, the Wand of Gamelon <laughs> for the CDI, and tragically did leave us too early uh, yeah. and died very young. And so I'm not, yeah, and I'm not saying that's that. a very important, uh, <laughs> I mean, and listen, no, 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 listen. Okay. Very important what he did for Nintendo, um, which was to uh, basically give people the, the, the fodder to laugh at for the better part of the, oh, yeah, you know, the rest of the century and beyond. Uh, on how awful, uh, how awful they abused the license. Anyway, I kid. But the 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 point is, there there is. I don't think uh, your point in originally bringing this up was that we hadn't lost anybody with this kind of uh, critical hand in how games had evolved in its infancy. And I agree with that. I, I just don't think there's anybody else to this point uh, that would be bigger than than Iwata-san. So I, I, I think it's a, it's, it's a little shocking 
to a certain extent, yeah. not just because he is who he is, but because we lost him at such an early age. And we realize now that some of these folks could start passing on and the original video game visionaries are leaving us. Yeah. And I, I think the shocking nature of his death, no one really saw it coming, at least in the public no. sphere. Uh, no. I, I think the fact that it was shocking made it kind of pop up on the newswire more than it might. And then that also led to more people looking back in because I didn't even realize, like I said, I didn't even realize some of the work that he had done before, like on, on Pokemon gold and silver, which mm. I, the reason I lo- one of the reasons I love those games so much is because of the work he specifically did on it. And, uh, <clears throat> That's the, the the sudden nature of his death caused people to look at his legacy more and therefore appreciate it more than they realize they probably would have. So, uh, absolutely. Uh, but I, I mean, I'm glad at least at some point he's getting the recognition he deserves. Um, one more thing is there is an excellent uh, YouTube clip out there. Uh, if you search for it, I'm sure you'll find it. <clears throat> where uh, a couple years ago, uh, oh. Didn't even talk about how Iwata started things like Nintendo Direct, which basically was Nintendo, like a kind of a constant mini E3 press event mm-hmm. every few months where you could, it's on, the, on the web, where they bring out, Nintendo brings out information on their games to, directly to the public. Right. But also the Iwata Ask series, which is about <laughs> a decade old, where he would just literally sit down and kind of interview other luminaries in the, in the, uh, in the gaming industry and right. so much interesting information came out of that. Iwata himself personally did so much for video game history and preservation through that series. It's incredible. Uh, and I suggest people look at that because uh, yep. again, there's dozens of episodes and entertaining. Um, he's kind of, he's an affable guy. He, he really he's is. So affable. I mean, he's such yeah. a sweet guy. You can tell yeah. through these videos, yeah. but um what I was going to say was there's a video on YouTube uh, where he was on an episode of uh, episode of, an episode, sorry, of Game Center CX, which, if you're not aware, is a Japanese game or sorry, a Japanese TV show, which you could in many ways call a proto proto let's play uh, where you just have a guy, Arino, uh, sitting in a room trying to beat these old video games uh, he has to, and he has a challenge, and he has to sit there until he can beat the challenge. And they edit it down into like a half hour uh, or so, or, or an hour long video uh, for TV. But anyway, and he, so so Iwata went on for an episode, and he talked with Reno, and uh, it was like an Iwata asks of Iwata. So he talked a lot about yeah. his early days and how he got to where he was, etc. It's really great. And then they played Balloon Fight. So it's cool. just wonderful, wonderful episode. So um, I suggest searching YouTube for that when you have a chance. There you go. Anyway, um, yes. So, I think that that about wraps things up. Yeah, we, um, yeah, we want to remind everybody. Uh, this is not a regular episode. We we just want we just felt very compelled to discuss the passing of a legend. Um, so that's why we're here tonight. Hence, if you were here for the news and notes, you're here for the regular kind of bit that we do, where we uh, answer lots of questions and so on and so forth. Um, we're not doing that tonight. Just in uh, in reverence, really, hmm. to the uh, the passing of a video game icon, and I I don't I hate that word. I don't like the idea of the video game icon. Like, what is icon? You know, icons, icons are that's well, a kind of an easy thing to say these days. That was a show on G four. It was that that makes it even worse, right? It's kind of like it's copyrighted. Um, but uh, but there's no doubt uh, that Iwata-san was was absolutely 
an icon of video gaming. So he will absolutely be missed. Um, all right. So people want to find us. We'll be back. Yeah, two weeks. Uh, yeah, 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 two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. That's fine. Uh, about two weeks. Uh, the and 29th of June, July. 29th, whatever. July. And uh, we'll be, which is actually coincides with the launch of Windows 10. So maybe I will see you with a new operating system. Who knows? Oh, that's scary. You're gonna it is. It, the whole thing could be crashing and burning. I'll probably be on my Mac, on my <laughs> webcam. So uh, anyway, if, if, if that is what happens, then you'll know what's going on. Um, anyway, so remember Iwata, and uh, I, I think uh, I think what you said before is is particularly salient. Now we should value the uh, great game makers that are out there now, and particularly trying to save and archive and, and understand some of the driving forces in video games history, uh, because it, it really does shine a light on where things are today and where things are going. And it shows you how creative things really have been. So, um, And if any of you do watch Halt and Catch Fire, the second season, there's some pretty cool, interesting concepts there about uh, video game creation and uh, that, that, that have probably uh, quite yet drawn yet. But anyway, all right. So we will be back in two weeks. Thank you very much for watching and helping us remember a legend. If you had any questions for us that you want to ask, just hold on to them for a couple weeks, yeah. and we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program. Yeah. Also ironic that the the week we skip news and notes, uh, there's tons of news to actually talk about. With, with I know, isn't that way? Like normally we're, we're like trying to find things, and yeah, I don't. Know. Anyway, we'll be <laughs> back with news. We'll be back with questions. We'll be back with a normal program in two weeks. Until then, for Rue, I am the Commodore. Remember Iwata, and there is no reset button.